0: What I don't get it. Are, what kind of phone are you using? The, the fucking literally the newest iPhone. I know, Fuck, it sucks. Dude. I know. I, mean,
1: I know, my, dude. I'm sorry. It's, it's not like my iPhone. I'm using my phone too. Yeah, but like I have like, I, I would bet they put a fucking microphone in this new iPhone. You I could so? be wrong. That's yeah, the
0: newest fucking one. They better. Goddamn phone is like a thousand bucks.
1: Fuck me. Isn't dude. every one of them, every one of these two so, phones, when they so, come out a thousand bucks? Let me let me tell you what happened. So I went and bought what this cord. Happened right? was, well, what happened oh, was Oh, I want to hear I, this. I went and bought this cord to plug into my phone so I can plug the line from my mic into the line that goes into my phone. This would be progression. This is exciting. But here's where the progression ends. <laughs> I my my microphone has to be plugged into a source of power. So I have to have it plugged in. To save my computer
0: Oh this is tricky
1: Which means Cause like right now I'm sitting out here On my back deck Fucking lovely weather It's great I'm having a fucking Cup of coffee I'm, I don't I'm, know why I'm, I'm not doing The same thing right <laughs> I, now I, I really I'm, should be Doing the same thing I'm, I don't know I'm why I'm not chatting with you We're gonna be talking Sports and shit So otherwise I have to go Upstairs and Into my stuffy ass Bedroom Where everybody's Coming in and out And I have to worry About yeah. that shit Your wife hates you well, here, here's, the, here's the deal. When, when my daughter moves out, which she. Oh, I love who, this. Who the fuck? The countdown. Knows, this is the countdown for me because I'm God, making. Her, this is terrible. I, I'm literally creating a man cave out of her bedroom. I bought a new computer setup, a fucking gigantic fucking computer screen, new fucking everything, right? Yes. So I will be able to sit in there <laughs> and just microphone screen. that bitch all day long and so but until her ass moves out which don't get me wrong i love my kid what's I the really rush you're
0: not telling her hurry the fuck up like, i'm not, never I'm do not you love I, I love your dog. i love my sweetest
1: daughter. you're already doing man cave and hey, see that's the thing you know too what I, I, listen mm-hmm. the cool thing is man is like i went and uh over the past like year i've been collecting little shit here and there like mm, man I've cave this. shit like man cave shit right it's
0: either bill stuff or like pride stuff or like i've got it's just Combat sports-related
1: shit. Star Wars stuff, like, whatever. Ah. I, I even purchased a, uh, it's when Shogun won the title back in Toronto over Machida. He's standing there, like, with his arms raised, getting a belt wrapped around him, and he fucking autographed that, and I was like, holy shit. So I bought that shit that? off eBay. Yeah, I That's bought it That's badass. EBay. So I'm just, like, I am foaming at the mouth to, like, put up all my shit. I even went as far as the buying, like, dude, this is, this is how man cave my shit's going to be. I am purchasing a complete set of Encyclopedia Britannica for 50 what? fucking dollars. What in the fuck? What are you going to do mean, with it? Nothing. It's just going to sit there. It's going to be fucking decoration <laughs> as fuck.
0: Why don't you just buy fake books? Why don't you do what I did and find someone that actually reads books and then just have them donated to takes, you? Just
1: and take then their just books?
0: Fill two, but yeah, I filled up two bookshelves. When I was a single man back when we were doing the show back in the day, I just filled up two bookshelves with books that my uh, cousin's wife donated to me. And I'd have girls, I'd have people come over. I don't want to say girls, I'd have people come over. Maybe, maybe every once in a while, a young lady, and they'd say, wow, look at all these books. This guy must read. And they'd be like, wow, well, you're reading about like children's struggles in Syria? And it's like, of course I am. See it up there. I read everything.
1: You're like, I care about the kids' struggles in Syria. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Do you do you not? Because if you don't care, you may then have, you gotta get up out of my apartment.
0: Go. You gotta get up out of my apartment right now. <laughs> Kick you right down the stairs. Uh, <laughs> hey, but listen, we've 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 uh, I, can I tell you what I have. We are I promise you have to leave this into the in the show, by the way. We're gonna get to sports here real quick. But uh, can I tell you what I have for a half-assed man cave? Tell me. You've seen it on Instagram—the fucking Hard Times gym. I got my little—I got my little fucking bench. I got my chair. I got my little uh, mat. I got my dumbbells. I got my fucking pig iron. And uh, the wife goes, well, why don't you just, like, put some things up on the wall? And I'm like, no, nah, because then that means that the garage is my man cave. I'm giving up. I don't want to do that yet. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not just going to fucking be satisfied with a corner of the garage. That's, that's, that's like, I'm not doing that. So uh, I have a autographed Sting picture. And Heck, uh, yeah. I need to fucking get a man cave so I can put that up. My autograph sting picture, and all my other dumbass autograph combat sh- uh, sports shit that I got. My George Foreman autograph, my uh, fucking Floyd Mayweather boxing. Uh, what do you call those things? Uh, the, the magazines you buy, uh, the uh, when you go and you see a fight, and they yeah. a program the the fight program.
1: program.
0: Yeah. yeah, I got a bunch of cool shit that I'd like to put up. Yeah, you probably got some old WEC shit in there. I gotta, I gotta get uh, the man cave to get it cracking. This is
1: that other sports show.
0: Let's go. All right, let's, uh, let's hop into sports shit here because I have, uh, I I have. ESPN.com up. I guess that's where I'd start. Sure. Uh, countdown? Okay. No countdown?
1: Yeah, listen. Uh, you, you, by
0: the way, you, by the way, you edited the show last week. Put the countdown in. Which, I, I mean, at that point, why are we doing a countdown? Did I leave the countdown in? <laughs> you did. It. You you, you I, I listened to it. You did three, two, one. I was three, so two, disgusted.
1: One. I was so disgusted by my fucking the way. Audio. Your wife.
0: Your wife just. Your wife embarrassed you in your own bedroom, and then you're like, yeah, exactly. "Well,
1: fuck." uh you know what we don't we don't need a countdown i'm just gonna yeah let's just go. go so it's just right here
0: fun. the music's gonna start the, the, the oh. amazing music shout out to chris w powers
1: dude i i i love the music the music dude. i do uh, it's loud
0: when it i'm listening to it in the car it's loud that's how i gotta listen to it chris i gotta listen to it in the car so it's loud um so clean up from last week's show last week's show was dope um I really enjoyed last week's show. I was caught a little bit off guard because I was expecting Chandler, uh, interview two, and uh, the great Nolan uh, uh, one. No, I was expecting it vice versa. God damn it. Here I go already fumbling. Uh, the way we had kind of scheduled it, Jess, right? Is that right? Was we were going to have Nolan on the backside and we were going to start yes. with Cole. And then it went the opposite
1: it way. It went the opposite uh, way. But but we you're got so, some really you're... we got some really Sorry. great time though. Uh, Nolan Nolan did what like twenty five minutes something like that. I mean Nolan was some, amazing. He he did he did solid time. Super seemed super uh, thrilled about you know just talking about all this stuff. And, and he's a pro. And, and I do have to say this. So you and I both have been trying to reach into the bag uh, for other interviews. Um, I personally love the backstory more than what's happening now. I like to hear about, you know, Nolan's upbringing, his college stuff. You know, he was going to go to school for this. And then, you know, that's a great got, story. He, he gets a phone call. He starts doing this stuff. And then next thing you know, he's working for Junkie in USA Today. That, that shit is uh, that shit's phenomenal. It's just a great and story. On, and then on the back side, when we have Chandler, uh, Mr. Chandler Cole, Team Iridium those guys out there i've also reached out to you so please uh, if, if any of you guys are listening please get back to me i want to do some interviews of <laughs> you guys um his story was phenomenal too and yes i left in some of those you know very you know uh personal moments that he expressed but the reason i did is because that's the type of shit that people really want to hear they don't want to hear about oh man like I rose to fame and I did this. I kicked this dude's ass. I broke this guy's arm. I, I won 13 titles. I, yeah, there's you know, too many I'm traditional a, interviews it, out it, there. You can find those on other shows. 1000 percent true. You can, you can go to any other, you know, uh, website and have those straight up like so in 1997, you won your first title or whatever it may be. Chandler went like. I had these ups and downs personally. I had these ups and downs professionally. I got through that stuff. I'm back on track now. I'm winning fights again. I feel good. I, I know I'm better than what I was. That type of interview is the interview that I personally love the most. That's why, um, you know, back when we did Jessica I uh, years ago, it was kind of like her upcoming. She wasn't necessarily the star that she is today. She's not, she wasn't at that point yet. Um, we've done other interviews with a with hundred other fighters that uh, I personally feel like when we can ask them and get them to open up about their backstory, that's my favorite interview, and that's what Chandler and Nolan both gave us. and honestly, that's that we go. The rest of the time the show is live.
0: I think the one thing that we've always been good at doing on this show is let's get fighters and just whoever we have on the show comfortable, because once you get somebody comfortable, they drop their guard a little bit, and once they drop their guard a little bit, that's when you can kind of have some fun with them. That's that's when you know they can kind of ease up a little bit and go, oh, okay, the, these guys are just normal dudes. And uh, th- that's where you get the best Nolan. That's when you get the best Chandler. That's when you get the best whoever we've had on so far. I think all the interviews we've done have been great. Um, Nolan is the, is the most professional sounding, of course. He, he sounds the cleanest. Um, his answers are precise when they need to be. But at the same time, he was clearly having fun and the personable stuff with him talking about, you know, the graduating college and having to make a decision. Uh, like you said, the 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 crossroads, if you would. That's interesting shit to me. And I think if you're someone thinking about getting into MMA and shit like that and the end of what he's doing, journalism there, um, that could be inspiring. The Chandler stuff to me, the thing that stuck out to me, how many fighters are you going to hear go on other shows and go, yeah, man, you know, I cried every night for like a month straight. You're not going to get that. Any, no, I don't think so. I don't get that And I think that anytime the that uh, fighters – are emotional human beings because what they go through is an emotional roller coaster. The training, the physicality, the mental breakdowns that you have—you know, the buildups, the, the letdowns, the setbacks, all that shit—and for him to be vulnerable and come on the show and lay it all out and say. Hey, you know what, man? I'm relatable. I've had problems with my baby's mom. Yeah, fucking all of us have, right? Um, oh, yeah. hey, I've had I've had issues with my my coaches, the same way we've had issues with our coworkers and our bosses. You know, I've, I've had issues with here, but at the end of the day, here's where I'm at, and this is where I'm at in my life. You know, here's here's a snapshot of my life, if you will. I love being able to do that. And him, for him to be able to kind of you know, touch on that, touch, you know, have some fun with us, also touch on. Some of his old stuff and what he's got going on in the future. I think that was a, a great interview. I, I really enjoyed both of those. And uh, I think when we get back on schedule doing the one to two interviews, um, the podcasts are going to really sound incredible. I'm not saying that this one alone, of course, because you and I, you can we can do this all day. You know what I'm saying? It's like Mad Dog. We got to get the gap. We could do this shit an hour without a guest, but we like having other people on.
1: Well, having other people on, like you and I, know each other's story. And even though there's people out there that don't know everything about us, I mean, we could go ahead and do that. But, I mean, let's face it, man. Like, we both just have day jobs. We have families. We don't, you know, we're not going from state to state, you know, gym to gym, you know, uh, whatever it may be, to fight and do this and have to go sign contracts and worry about, you know, media stuff or whatever. So uh, that's why these interviews are very important to me. Because I want to hear what these guys go through on a daily basis, you know, uh, whoever it may be. And I know that there's there's a, occasionally in our past, we've been able to get some pretty big names. And, yeah, they're they're a little bit more straightforward. But, you know, I've also had literally like agents and whatnot get on the phone with me and tell me, like, so how's this interview going to go? Oh, no, I don't like that. I don't like that. Let's put this in. Yeah. Let's talk about so. You know, the bigger you get, yeah, it's give and take. It's really super cool to be like, yeah, I fucking interviewed whatever Ryan Bader or whatever. But I guarantee you, a Bader interview, even with us, is going to sound just like every other interview because I'm going to have his agent sitting here telling me, "Hey, man, I don't want you to bring up anything about this. No UFC stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean?" And so it's going to be real. We're going to try.
0: We're, yeah, we're going to we're going to have those interviews, guys. Trust me, they're going to come. There's going to be interviews where we have fighters on that we're not going to be able to figure them out some fighters are always going to be very vanilla some fighters are going to come out of a, a, you know, a bad uh, training session some fighters might be fucking cutting weight may not want to deal with our bullshit and our dick jokes and we get that we understand so you know sometimes we're going to get great interviews like we did last week sometimes we won't it's kind of give and take
1: right it's a shake of the dice if you will that's why you listen one thousand percent uh that's why it's Tonight is going to be a really relaxing show for all of you. Uh, we're going to talk about, um, of course, Triller fight that happened last week. Ben Ash Jake Paul, most most of all, uh, we're going to uh, discuss that a little bit. We're going to discuss a little bit about the UFC Vegas card that happened last week. Talk about Robert Whitaker, uh, his fight with Kevin uh, Kelvin Gastelum. Uh I also want to mention real quick that uh I text Jay or tweeted him or something, he said Andre Arlav uh Andre Arlovsky's dad bod is on point. <laughs> that is what I'm striving sh- to do right now is get Andre Arlovsky's dad bod going because th- that, that man looks good at 40 years old. It's um, the combination of the dad
0: bod <laughs> plus that fully broken nose at all times. His nose just well, stays broken.
1: He's just like Bucket.
0: I don't need to fix it. How do, you, how do you how do you breathe like that? You just gotta wear like one of those breathing like shirts. A fucking tub. Permanently. Oh <laughs> uh, somebody <laughs> is somebody getting pulled over in front of your house, Jess. I hear the police.
1: Oh there's the police is Riots? Right. Are there riots? Oh,
0: right. Is it time? Oh man, it's uh, No, nah, we're good. <laughs> Jess, watch um, out.
1: I know. Protect uh, yourself.
0: All right, uh, let's do
1: Triller. Let's do Triller. You want to do some Triller? Let, let, let's start. So
0: I wanna, um, I wanna, I, I wanna start with Triller by pa- uh, painting the picture, if you will. So I, this
1: is where Jay, Jay is gonna start this off because he, I'll illustrate. He literally paid for this. I did not. I did. You know, so Jay I did
0: for you, the listeners. So you didn't have picture, to,
1: listeners. Paint us the picture of what Triller was like.
0: You know, Triller reminded me a little bit of like the McGregor Mayweather thing, where, and also kind of like the Tyson re- uh, comeback fight, where it was just a bunch of people that liked boxing but didn't love it. And people that were just kind of wanting to see the spectacle. You know what I mean? So when it's all said and done, I think I was in a house with, like, I want to say six or seven people. It was was, was a decent amount. It's probably the same people that would show up if it was, like, a Connor fight or, uh, you know, a big combat sports fight. So to kind of set the tone there, that shows you the interest, the buzz, if you will. And there were individuals there, male and female. As young as their early 20s, all the way to my old ass in your yeah, early 40s, if you will. So there was, there was the scope of everybody. and everybody unanimous, unanimously thought the same thing, which was what they were the presentation itself was just bad. It just didn't work. They tried things. We all understand based off the Twitter buzz that they were trying a lot of things, and a lot of it wasn't working. Uh, I think initially when they did the the thriller fight with Tyson, Roy Jones, it was kind of straight up, right? It was, here's some fights. Here's some rappers. Here's a little bit of a montage. Here's a fight. Here's some rappers. Here's a little bit of a montage. Just right. Like you kind of got your, you know, your peanut butter and your jelly, if you will. This shit was the opposite. This shit was like, here's some peanut butter. Here's a banana. Here's some broccoli. Do you like uh anchovies? Let's put some anchovies <laughs> in this bitch. Just something real sloppy. Let's get wild. Do you like Are you a cheese whiz guy? Do you want to spread it out like so? I mean, I'm sure you could tell Jess off off the buzz off of the old social media off the old Twitter platform. It was all the guys that you would expect, right? So, I mean, what when, when I say by what you'd expect is the guys that did Triller before, right? So, I think Al Bernstein did it before. Uh, Mario Lopez did it, you know. Then there's just random guys there. Uh, I think Mauro did the Mike Tyson fight. He didn't do this one. There was somebody random. Like, I wish I could remember who it was, and I can't. Um, there was like a, a Showtime guy there, or maybe a Zone guy. There's just a bunch of random fucking people. Uh, and then out of nowhere, you would get these backstage montages that it almost felt like a bad WCW 1999 episode or like just a, just a bad uh, SNL skit. We're all, and and the irony is Pete Davidson's dead in the middle of it. We're all of a sudden Pete David is just (laughs) telling jokes or he's promoting something or he's trying to talk to somebody. He's trying to like interview somebody. It was just kind of all over the fucking place. And then all of a sudden, there's just a fight, and it's a bad fight, Jess. It's not like an entertaining fight. It's just a bad fight. Uh, at some point, Jess, we switched over to the free UFC, and I would say we probably would, we probably ended up doing like a 60-40 with the UFC because there came a point where we just weren't interested in Doja Cat we weren't is- interested in Justin Bieber. We weren't interested in whatever was kind of going on as opposed to, hey, just put the UFC on and we'll just kind of talk shit about that and-, and-, and it'll be better background filler. So uh, I think Triller deserves credit for trying to do something different, right? Let me take a sip of water here. Yeah. It's not like the traditional, hey, you know, you grew up watching HBO Boxing where – Here's Jim Lampley. Here's Merchant. They're going to talk about, you know, the main fight, the pre-fight. The pre-fight's going to come on. They're going to do the regular shit. You might get an interview or two. There's some stuff in between rounds. The usual stuff that we're used to. Again, just the peanut butter, the jelly. This was something completely fucking different, you know. And and when you finally get the combat sports portion of it. And it's like, the, the people that are there to watch combat sports, they're not there to watch rappers. They're not there to watch comedians. They're there to watch combat sports. And then it's bad combat sports. Well, then it's like, well, what the fuck are we doing here? You know, now what are we doing here? You know, and I i, I said this on Twitter, and I'm a firm believer of this. I think that the people that were producing Triller, where some young individuals, some you know, LA moguls, if you will, some Hollywood guys, they just had a mountain of cocaine and they just kept refreshing the thriller hashtag. And whatever was picking up buzz, they'd go, juice that, let's do more of that. Oh, people, <laughs> davison has got people talking. We don't give a fuck if it's positive, if, if it's negative. Put him out on the fucking screen more. But we don't know what to do with them. We don't give a fuck. Just stick a microphone in his, in his hand. He's funny, right? Have him tell fucking jokes. You know what I mean? A man's got 15 minutes for the material, but they've got him on screen for 45 minutes. What's he doing for 30 minutes? Fuck. Uh, you know, um, the combat sports thing, again, the fights were bad. I mean, I I can talk about the Fournier fight. It was bad. He basically beat up uh, this Raycon kid. I don't know who this Raycon kid is. I don't know if he's a rapper, a YouTube guy, a video game player. I don't fucking know. Beat him up. Um, the Mir fight was bad. It was just bad. Frank Mir who, I mean, he was boxing, you know. If you want to give credit to, to Frank Mir for saying, hey, man, the guy's never boxed in his life, and now he's fighting a guy that's got, you know, 20 or 30 professional fights. He does deserve that credit, but with that said, I mean he lost every round. You know, I, I don't think he looked good. I think he lost pretty much every round. Um, and there were there were moments where it looked like glorified sparring session where Cunningham's kind of doing whatever he wants. He's kind of playing with Mir, setting him up for traps and shit. And Mir was walking into him, so uh, wasn't impressed with that. Uh, I'm gonna butcher the name Progrius. Um Progress or, or, or Regis, basically. The thing I know about this Regis guy, he's been chasing Jose Ramirez for, I don't know, two years now. I hope that fight eventually does happen. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe Jose Ramirez is total stock up now. And this Regis kid is stocked down because he's fighting on Triller. But uh, just a weird fight. Uh, And then you get to the actual main event, which was Paul versus Aspirin. I made it a point to find this fight on the internet and send it to you, Jess. So uh, you watched it. And before I give you my thoughts on it, what are your thoughts?
1: First of all, I'm just going to say this for Triller. All press is good press. Mm-hmm. So like you were saying, whether or not people were online talking good stuff about it, they were online talking bad stuff about it. The fact is, the world was buzzing over this shit show that was called Triller. It was uh, trending. It was. It was trending. And that's all you need. In this in this modern day and age that we live in of social media comes first. Trending is where you need to be. It was trending. Uh, you had all sorts of stars and celebrities. You had all sorts. I mean, honestly, I think it would have been better if Bieber fought Dojo Cat Damn. than actually having to listen to one and listen to the other. Like, let's just let, you know, hell, man, just put them in the ring and let them fight. I mean, at that point in time, why not? Ben Askren and... Jake Paul. Jake Paul is a very curious guy. Uh, Grew up uh, uh, wherever he grew up, but in front of uh, a YouTube camera, basically, in front of millions of people's eyes. He did stupid things. He basically was a dick fart joke guy or whatever. You know, he did. He pulled pranks and shit. And that was his thing. He got super famous because young kids love that shit. I think it's annoying as fuck. I've never watched one of his videos, not one time. I refuse to even to this day. But I will say this. The dude has been boxing, or at least training, in the sport of boxing for X amount of years. I honestly don't know how many, but I know that he has been. So when this fight came up, I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, he beat up Nate Robinson. And that's impressive to a point. But not, really. but, but not really, right? Like, it's Nate Rob. He's been a basketball player all of his life. You know, you know, he's a little scout guy, but, you know, he's got, like, 36-inch arms, and, like, you know, there's no way he's going to connect with anything. That fight ended the way it did, viciously and really weird, and then Jake Paul goes out and starts calling out all these other people. Conor McGregor calls out everybody. This fight, honest, man, I don't know how it happened, because Ben Askren, Jay, you and I were talking about this last week, Ben Askren has... The worst stand up in I, the worst MMA stand up I have ever seen in my it's life. A bold in, statement. And I've seen a lot of really bad stand up fighters. And you seen for, Elvis Nino Shremby? Luckily, <laughs> luckily for, <laughs> for Asgrin, his grappling skills is so good that it's gotten him by. Well, he's been you know exposed, especially after his recent uh, visit to the UFC very exposed. How he beat Robbie Lawler, I have no fucking clue. He put but, him in a bulldog
0: headlock. It, he just bulldog headlocked him. Like bulldog. a, fuck,
1: like a fucking you beat pro somebody, wrestling move. How do you beat like a,
0: like a rest move twisty. in pro wrestling. He hit him with a rest move. Fucking um, can't even figure that out. But Jessica, I, can we Can we say this, though? Can we say this? We want to give credit where credit's due. These Paul brothers, they may be enormous schmucks, but they're self-made millionaires. Like, like they've, they've found a way to butter their bread. And the way he got the aspirin fight is he just spoke it into existence. He, he fucking turned his internet YouTube camera on and went, hey, I can beat this fucking MMA fighter. And the MMA fighter went, no, you can't.
1: What's up? And here we are. And see, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't want to, so on Twitter all week, all these, MMA Twitter has been a buzz. Jake Mm -hmm. Paul's a schmuck. He's this, he's that. Fuck this kid. Uh, He needs, you know, real competition before he starts calling out all these people. And yes, I do agree that he should call out somebody worthwhile if he wants to prove a point. But here's the only thing that he needs to prove is that this motherfucker is cashing checks. Enormous ones. Enormous, gigantic, King Kong ball-sized checks.
0: Bigger than 95% of all combat sports fighters.
1: And Ben Askren... Period is a big name. I mean, let's face it, man. Like, every, any hardcore I don't know if he's combat, a big name. No, listen, he's a any name. hardcore combat fans... I'll give you know Ben Askren. He's fought all over the world. He's fought, like, from everybody to everybody. He's fought a lot of guys. He was on a ginormous win streak for a long time. Anyway, just fighting this guy and making this fight, like you said, speak this fight into existence, is, is a huge deal. And you and I also spoke about this. We love the carnival shit. Bring on the freak show, man. And this was everything. Chaos in combat sports. Uh, Jake Paul showed no fear when standing in the ring with Ben Askren. He threw his fucking hands. Ben Askren, uh, weirdly enough, kept trying to do the pity pat shit that he would do in MMA fights. And I was like, man, this is not gonna end well. I think
0: he threw one good punch in there, like one, like, oh, he threw a
1: bomb in there. Maybe one or two, but I think there was there was like one or two shots where he threw yeah. with with purpose. But other than that, there were real super weird pity pat shots. And these are the this is the style that we've come to to know and expect from Ben Askren. And then Paul drops the big bomb. And then everybody's freaking out like, oh, it was fixed. There's no way. No, man. You go back and you watch that shit, MMA Twitter. Ben Askren got up, stumbled his pudgy ass over to the ref. The ref was asking him like, hey, man, are you good? You can see him asking him these questions. Ben Askren's like, and, and he's on fucking queer street. And he says, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm good." And then he kind of stumbles into the ropes, and then comes back. That's when the rest of oh, that. app. No, I so Yeah, I watch. I watching it, literally right now as we're talking it, about it. It's bad. I mean, if there is, there is no, there is no fix. Ben Askren is a terrible striker. Jake Paul has boxing training under his belt, and he used. Ben Askren the got guy. punched right in the fucking mouth. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> what it happened? Was, it was terribly bad. How do you go down?
0: How 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 do you go down face first, face down, ass up? <laughs> and uh and people are gonna say that's fixed. You don't I mean, go down face down ass up to live crew style, fucking you know, <laughs> Luke style. The, and, the thing is
1: is everybody's everybody out there is saying it's fixed. You gotta watch like are they gotta, are this, but really is this like it,
0: but just let me say this, they saw it. They saw it. They fucking saw it. This is like, is this like, is this like a, is this like a COVID denier or like a, or like a Biden won the presidential election denier where you're seeing it? It's, 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 it's tangible evidence visually, and maybe not tangible, it's visually in front of you. You're seeing the knockdown. You're seeing him go to face down, ass up. You're seeing him stumble into a referee. You're seeing all the things that you've seen in a boxing fight where you go, okay, they're stopping that fight early, but still. You go, out. Ah, this might be for you. You see somebody, they say, I lost my fucking taste. I lost my smell. You see them going to a hospital. You see people going to hospitals, not coming out. You go, oh, I don't know. This shit may not be real. Life. I'm, some I'm fucking, I don't know. It's, it's, listen, you can be in denial because you just want to be in denial or you don't want to be on the side of wrong, right? No one wants to be on the side of wrong. We love to say we're right. You know this, we talk about this all the time. Yeah. We love to say when we're right, we love to come on this podcast, just like last week. And we all said to Nolan himself, all three of us were in grants. Yeah. We said it with sad underto- uh, sad tones in our voices, <laughs> yeah, Jake Falls probably going to fucking knock him out. And here we are. So we can't be surprised. We are not, I was not surprised at all. Um, I was surprised it happened that fast. If anything, I was surprised. I was, if anything, I was surprised with a damn, he did really hit him with one punch, and that was fucking it. But but I mean, if it's boxing, that, that's yeah, how boxing is. Happen. If if somebody wants to say, you know, when I first watched, when I first saw my very first saw, I think my initial reaction was that might have been a quick stoppage. But again, I went home that night, watched it a few times with you, and thought, all right, man, you know what? Probably wasn't a quick stoppage. Referee is always is supposed to err on the side of caution, protect the fighters first. It's protecting Ben. Ben was a little woozy in that. That's
1: that. That's the end of it. That's that's, a, that's you know, bottom line. Um, and, and, and to, to go past this fight, uh, you, you can say all you want. But also cashed in. Okay, so let's not forget that part. Yes, he lost, and yes, that's a, that's a pride thing. It's gonna hurt him, it's gonna sting. He's going to have to hear about this shit for the next year. But he can also look back at us and say, hey, man, look at the, the cash I just checked or check I just cashed.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. this this fight is basically going to secure his, his, him for the rest of his life. He'll never have to fucking fight again. He can never have to work a day again. He can do whatever he wants. He can go on a farm and live on a farm. He, he's going to make probably when it's all said and done, what, two million bucks, three million bucks? That's a lot of money for a combat sports fighter a ton of money. Maybe more. Maybe I don't I don't know what his cut of the pay-per-view is, and I'm sure he had yeah. some type oh. of cut. Even if, got a he got, if he got pennies, if he got fucking 2%, 1% pennies on the dollar, he's still cashing out because his oh, pay-per-view yeah. exceeded expectations. If it did 800,000 buys, which might be a low ball
1: number, right?
0: that's a shitload of buys. That's a lot of money. That's how, you know, how much ben, was his
1: pay-per-view? 50 bucks. 50 bucks. So Ben Askren, even by the way, you know, how we, you, day. by the way, you
0: know how we do it. By the way, you know how we do it. Nobody ate that 50 bucks. So everybody kicked in. There's pizza, there's fucking weed. You know how we do it. But they still made that
1: money. They still made they that mean, money. Yeah, they, they, can't. they so, got, they got that 50 bucks. So here's the thing. So, uh, my question to you is, you watched the fight. Um, we've also watched a few other Jake Paul fights, I'm sure, just like the Nate Rob thing. He had a couple fights before that. Um, here's the thing. Is Jake Paul, and this has been the huge buzz now, is Jake Paul a legit boxer? Or is, or is he just simply picking and choosing opponents that he knows he has greater skill than so uh, is is he a
0: boxer i mean yes he's licensed by the state of Nevada
1: <laughs> to be a boxer
0: i guess state of Georgia Come on. boxer i mean yeah he's he's boxed he's trained he goes he he's went through the motions to be a boxer you don't want to discredit the guy right but is he a boxer like you know the name that I dropped earlier, Jose Ramirez, is he a boxer like the guy that fought on the undercard of him, Regis, uh, or B- B- R- whatever? No, uh, he's not on the level of those guys. Is he going to be a world champion one day? Uh, no, he'll be the thriller champion forever. Uh, but he's not. You know, he's he's never going to reach you know the Olympic level of boxing that we are accustomed to saying. That's a traditional boxer because he had 50 amateur fights and he fucking fought in Korea for the in the Olympics and he did this you know we're used to I guess we're just accustomed to a specific you know, style uh, you know a pedigree if you will he doesn't that's not him that's not you know he's he's done what he's done and, and he's again I don't want to discredit him and you know how I feel about prize fighting Jess. prize <laughs> fighting It's all about the biggest prize. And if you can get a bigger prize than 95% of the other legitimate boxers, the guys that are world champions, you know what I'm saying? The Jose Ramirez's, the Timothy Bradley's, the Timo Lopez's, the, well, if you're making better purses than those guys – then hell, do your thing. Who the fuck you know? Who the fuck am I? I'm gonna talk shit about you. I'm gonna basically discredit you, and then I'm gonna pay fifty bucks to watch a fight again <laughs>
1: when you fight another scrub in sixty to
0: ninety days.
1: Okay, so, so this, everything this, this, he's doing is working. This leads me to my next question for you because again, you're you're a boxer purist. You you love the sport. Uh, you have heroes in the sport, and you also are a purist in MMA, and you and you have heroes and, and a love for that sport as well. Jake Paul will box somebody from mixed martial arts again. You think so? He will. Uh, there's the Tyron Woodley stuff going around right now. I, I, which, think, there's which,
0: a, I think there's a line. There's a Vegas
1: line. I'm going to pull it up right now. Uh, I'm sure there is. So is. I'm going to pull it up. Uh, I, while, while you're pulling that up, I'm going to say there was the Tyron Woodley stuff in the, on, in the backstage where Woodley was basically trying to incite a fight between him and Paul. Not then and there, but, you know, hey, let's make this shit contractual and let's fucking do this. Uh there was, There was the DC interview where Daniel Cormier, former light heavyweight mm-hmm. champion, former heavyweight champion. I mean, dude's done everything, been You're everything. Going, you are going hall to of fucking love this list Dan- that I'm looking Dan- at. Daniel Cormier said, hey, man, there's no way I would fucking even slap this dude in the face. He's done shit. He's done nothing. I wouldn't do anything. I would never step in the ring with this guy. You need to go and beat somebody real before you challenge me. Strong words, but when you're a, a, a champion in the right, an Olympic champion as well, like Daniel Cormier, you can say that. I want to know first who you would like to see him fight, and then give me the list uh, from, the, from Vegas.
0: Um, Daniel Cormier is saying that because he's contractually obligated to the UFC and there's no fucking no, chance he's saying that that out of that he, contract. He, he
1: would never to, fight him but... You, then, you
0: think so? You th- I, I think the opposite. I, think that, I, I, I think don't that, think he the, would. The, no, so Let me say this. Daniel's made a lot of money. I mean, you and I are stupid. We know this. Daniel's made millions of dollars. But this would be the biggest fight that he's ever... This would be the biggest penny of his life. he's he's contractually looped the fuck up. He is tied down like you wouldn't believe. There's no chance they'd let him come out of retirement to fight anyone unless it's under a UFC banner and they're getting a chunk and now we're going back to this whole McGregor thing and they don't want to do that again. I just think it's too, it's too many, too much yellow tape to get through. Um, I don't think it'll ever happen. But uh, would Daniel do it? I think he would. In my opinion, I think you and I he are on would. different pages there. I think in a heartbeat he'd do it. It's too much money, and he, and he would look money. at and he would look at him like a chump. Any and I think he would fuck. Uh, I think he would fuck take Paul
1: up. One wait. two. He's got a lot of boxing experience. Daniel's got hands. We've seen it happen. Uh, uh, can I know, throw these names at you? Throw me some names. Let's hear what you got. Uh.
0: <laughs> I'm looking at sportsbettingdime.com.
1: <laughs> this has got to be good. I don't know. Uh,
0: is I wish it, I don't know how illegal this site is, but uh, this was <laughs> updated. I feel like I feel like the, I feel like the fucking. I'm looking over my shoulder right now, like I'm looking at pornography. I feel like the uh, FBI is the government's watching me right out. now. I feel like the FBI is gonna kick my door down. Um, all right. So the the odds right now uh, Joe Fournier, who was the guy who fought, I believe on the ender card
1: yeah
0: uh, right okay uh, he's basically a two uh, his, he's a plus two hunter Here's the name you probably have no idea who the fuck this is uh, Tom Fury <laughs> <laughs> Jess, who do you think Tom Fury is?
1: Is that like <laughs> Yeah, I is think you're like, gonna I, guess this. Is, I is think you're like, gonna I guess this. Like yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> it's his brother. <laughs> I'm not oh, even god. joking. It's his fucking brother. It's legitimately his brother. Oh my god. I think it, I, you know how Canelo has a brother? There's like there's like two Canelos and the other Canelo is like not as good. He's the, he's the one flipping tires with a Les Schwab yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it, they're like you're Canelo and he's like no, nah, Max it's my, that's my older brother I'm the other Canelo I'm the younger Canelo
1: um,
0: <laughs> so uh, Tom Fury has an actual boxing career he's like one in five or some shit that's perfect he's, he has a plus yeah he's a plus 200 he's the same as Joe Fournier the next one is gonna surprise you are you ready? This oh, actually doesn't dude. surprise me. Let's hear it. Fucking this guy. He moves the needle, Jess. Dylan Dallas. Dylan Dallas. Danis. Dylan. Danis. How the fuck you say that last name? <laughs> Connor's boy. Ooh. Dylan Danis. He can't box. He this can't is box. a perfect fight. That, that's
1: basically this is, They found him, the but...
0: one other guy in MMA that can't box. <laughs> There's only that's two. There's perfect. nobody left. There's there nobody, nobody left. left. These are the two. There's two guys and they they found one of them. Oh my um, god! And then here's the really interesting one. All the odds after this go sky high. Tyron Woodley coming yeah. around the corner at a plus six hundred. Um, he would fuck Jake Paul up, in my opinion. I think he would fuck Jake Paul up.
1: Before um, you move on, before you move on, it's. Tyron- I want to throw. I want to throw. It, it, I want to
0: throw these last names at you, but go ahead.
1: Okay, go ahead. Uh, no, give I, give me your
0: question and then I'll go. Okay,
1: is Tyron's boxing skills really? I mean, I obviously he's had the fights and and he he has power, but is his pure boxing really that that much better than Paul's?
0: I think I think a guy that's trained at AKA, um does is he is it AKA or ATT? I think a guy that's trained at he's ATT. A, he's
1: an ATT guy.
0: I think guys trained at ATT is work with, with top level boxers at some level. And if he's done that for two, three years, he's not a, he's, he's 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 gotta be somewhere on par. Ah God. <laughs> of those four, of the four names I just gave of to you, I think Willie has the best chance. And that's why why he's the plus six hundred, because he wants no because they because he would want no part of that. Um all right, and then here's the here's the outrageous ones. Um, no, no, let's get let's get weird, let's get wild. Uh, BJ it. Penn plus 1200, uh, yeah, McGregor plus 1500. Never the crippler leaving 1800. Wait, why is that so high? I don't know. We, hey, we, and here, we, he, we, here's a better the, one. No, here's I'm a kidding. better one, Jimmy Manua plus 2500.
1: Oh, man, I have not heard Jimmy Manua's name in this
0: entire fucking thing in the last three days until I've logged on to sportsbettingdime.com. <laughs> Who the fuck, Why the fuck did they, are they just looking for just absolute dambling of addicts to go, hey, there's something there, I throw a hundred bucks on that, it's 2,500 odds, fuck, it's the worst that can happen, you lose hundred bucks.
1: Manila, Manila. Manila. Manila would break his face. Jake Why Paul would-, would, Jake Paul might die in that fight. And then uh,
0: Nate Diaz plus three thousand, Mayweather oh, plus thirty five hundred.
1: Fucking never,
0: never. Uh, uh, Con- Con-
1: Connor, never, Tyron never, because he's gonna have to get Uncle Dana's permission, and and Dana's never gonna allow that to happen. Uh, it's gonna have. I thought to Tyron a- had his
0: last fight. Wasn't that his last fight in his contract?
1: Ooh. Good right, point that is. Ooh, we're back. So as long as they we are back, the six hundred so feels so a little sexy the again. Six hundred does. I got you does back at the window. I like that. I like that. Um I, I honestly, I like I, the Fournier fight. I think 48 beats him. Uh, really, I like. I, I do. I, I like the Tom Fury fight. Forty-eight is
0: it? Forty-eight is a dude with forty, like thirty or forty pro fights. That's a terrible. About. That's he a would terrible fight for Paul. He would beat the Unless, shit Paul. The the only thing I'm thinking is they're just thinking this guy this guy Paul just has dynamite in his right hand and any <laughs> of these guys he just has a chance to knock out. But I would I don't uh I mean he's under the Triller banner. That's the only reason that it's so high the, the, the plus two hundred. Uh, dude, that Dennis five feels so good. God damn, Jess, I'm going to talk and, myself into fucking put twenty hey, bucks hey, on that.
1: Here's the thing too: is Scott Coker is not afraid to co-promote.
0: Oh, he would lie. You kidding me? He'll be he'll he fucking. Would, fl- he, he would fly be, Dylan
1: there to sign that bitch.
0: Fuck yeah. He would let Dylan <laughs> put sign him on the, the contract. On put his him back. on the um, <laughs> fucking bend over like get on his hands and knees. He's <laughs> getting a piece of that pie. Why wouldn't he? Fuck. Hell yeah. would too. Hey, Hell yes. prize fighting. I'm telling you. God, I just hate the idea of Dylan Dell, this Dylan guy getting an enormous payday. And fucking, there's, there's a guy like Jose Ramirez who has to just fight in firefights every six months to gain his respect and he can't even get a fucking a, a, half
1: of what these fuckers are getting paid. Incredible. Do you, do you think that this is going to be sort of a wave of the future? I mean, honestly, yeah, like, look, I, look, do. Look, look, do you? I do. Do you? Okay, good. I'm glad that you're taking this question serious because this was a serious question. Like you're seeing, you know, Jay, you've already said like 20 times, Prize fighters they fight for the money. The belts are a, a cool thing to hang up in your office. You know, you get some chicks, you get some extras, you get the perks, but the money is where it's at. Yeah, they don't in, give it, yeah. In, in boxing, you wait months and months and months and sometimes a year or so between fights. And in that time, you're not getting paid shit. In the UFC, you're waiting months and months, and you get a cut above your eye, and now all of a sudden you're medically you're you're you know, you're medically unclear to fight for the next six months. There's paydays that you're missing out on. This shit you fight once a year, twice a year, and you are making a, just a fuck ton of money to go in there and basically like you're putting your name on the line. Like, yeah, I'm fighting for Triller against Jake Paul on Saturday, and people are gonna laugh at you and they're gonna fucking mock the the fight and the and the the card. But then at the end of the gives day, does it really fucking yeah.
0: bad? He gives a fuck.
1: Paid. So if you I think that, or if I think that there are,
0: I make that. Money. I think every UFC fighter looks at what is happening with Triller and they are regretting what they've signed. And at the the risk of losing, uh, you know, potential guests, I hate the idea of a promoter going, you know, a manager going, hey, your best bet is to sign with the UFC, uh, you know, a five, six fight deal because they're going to pay you the most amount of money. Especially now when one's back out there and they've got a television contract, especially when, yeah, Bellator is out there. You may not be signing with the premier organization because the UFC is clearly always going to be the premier organization no matter what. They're the NFL. They're the MLB of mixed martial arts. That'll probably never change. But when you look at what Triller's on, you go, fuck, wait a minute. So I only have to fight two times a year and I can make triple the money I would. And I don't have to care about a ranking system fucking me. I can do whatever I want in regards to my endorsements, my sponsorships. I don't have to uh, I don't have to worry about checking in with Dana or checking in with the UFC brass before I sign a contract with I don't know a tire company or I can't because they're not Toyo or with you know a video game a system video game system company or I can't because they're not Xbox. Now I got to worry about any of that shit. I can just do whatever I want, and get paid how I dictate. That's how it should be again prize fighting. Um, I think if I am a fighter or uh, like you said here if I am, I'm trying to just think of a random ass athlete right now. If I'm Jr. Smith, right? Kendall Gill. Why Gil. wouldn't I go? Yeah, nah, Kendall Gill's kind of old. Kendall Gill's kind of old. But let's but, say I'm Jr. Smith, right? I, I love Jr. Smith because he's not okay, he's okay. he's let's say he's he's let's say 35 to 40 years old, right? Why can't he go train boxing for six months and 12 months? And you think Jr. Smith? He's a fucking tough guy. I want to see him boxing Triller. I want to see him box Jake Paul. He's got 12 months worth of fucking spot. You know, I want to see him take, uh, box Jake Paul. But first, I'd like to see him maybe in a fight or two before that. Like the but, but possibilities are endless. You know what I mean? Uh give me, a, give me just a random NFL fucking player, Jess, that's retired in the last two or three years. That's you know, I just I can't fucking think of anyone off the top of my head. But oh Dez Bryant. Let's say Des Bryant go. went, Hey, you know what, man? These guys ain't shit. I'm an amazing athlete. You guys see me in the fucking gym all the time. I ain't got to worry about my ACLs and this shit. I did, you know, know who I want to fight? I want to fight JR Smith. I'll knock that motherfucker out. Now we got to (laughs) fight. Look, I just, okay, I'm booking for Triller now.
1: Here, hear me out on this one. So I'm all ears. You want to bust my balls over Kendall Gill? That's fine. Although Kendall Gill was on, on social media saying, hey, man, let's fight. I've got like several boxing fight, you know, fights under my belt. Like, yeah, I think he does. You're or, right. He's got like five or seven fights, something like that. This this brings him money. I don't know if you want to match him up against Jake Paul. Maybe you do. It's like the old versus the new. Herschel fucking Walker. Oh, I love that fight. Are you kidding me? But, I'm in. Yes. Thank I'm in. you. There we go. Herschel Walker is, is an athlete from top to that's bottom. That's a perfect fight. I that's love a, that fight. That's
0: an incredibly old man. With, I mean, he has spot, he has combat sports experience, even though we know his stand-up sucked in the one or two fights that we saw him in, right? He basically was able to just yeah. out-grapple guys and just be stronger than guys. Um, That's a very winnable fight. Why don't we put him on? If, I'm going to get a hold of SportsBettingDime.com and see if I can get odds <laughs> on that. Herschel needs what to be on doing? that list. He needs to be on that list. That's a just, just to circle back around, yes, there's a trend here and if you all and you're right the belts don't mean what they meant 25 years ago if you were the wbc champion it meant something that was getting you television endorsements commercials car commercials shit like that being the champion back then meant something being the champion now doesn't mean as much because of all the different belts because of because boxing isn't as popular. Even being the UFC champion isn't is you know what I mean unless you're the heavyweight champion or or you know what I mean like uh, I'm trying to think of who uh, the Figueroa guy right like right now if Figueroa walked into a building nobody would probably know who he was unless, he was, unless you unless you're a hardcore fight fan right really? but if Pacquiao walked into a fucking building you'd know who he is because he's star power you know what I mean that's was a uh, maybe that's a bad comparison but you get what I'm saying here. I um, understand. And hopefully everybody I, else will too. It's pretty- I, I think that we're in a unique scenario here where I don't know what Triller's going to do. They can look at this last pay-per-view as a complete wash and go, you know what, man, we tried some things. We didn't work. We're going to kind of go back to what we did with the Tyson thing. Maybe we'll have comedians here and there for interviews. Maybe we'll have some pre taped recorded shit. Uh, you know, maybe we'll have another slap contest type thing. Cause that was kind of cool. Let's stick with what works, you know. Maybe we'll have a segment where Oscar comes in and does an interview, but he's not as hopped up. Like, like there's ways to tweak it to where it can be this something different from boxing. The formula's there, they've just got to find it. And it might take them seven to ten shows, but it's there. And they've got to
1: find it. Well, that in in obviously from the numbers that they did from this show. I mean, you were able to put together Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Um, you, they're they're obviously they have they have their contacts. Holyfield,
0: Evander Holyfield's
1: fighting on the next one. Holy shit! See, look, He's fighting so, Kevin McBride. So you you they have their ways and means of bringing the the athletes to their yard, and so I don't see honestly I don't see Triller going away, you know. Uh, and, and and like you were talking about earlier, uh, you know, you get some of these uh, ex NFL players, ex NBA guys. Fuck, man, let's bring in the ex hockey dude, man. They're used to fucking duking it out right there on the ice. Let's let's bring it together, man. Uh, again, and I can't I can't I can't oversimplify this enough. Carnival shit sells, man. It just it just does the freak show stuff. People are interested in it. They're like, fuck, you mean I'm going to watch this dude fight this dude and then Justin Bieber's going to pop up, up from under the ring and fucking attack a dude with a chair and then sing a, sing a song? I mean, that shit's we amazing. We love chaos and combat sports, bottom and, line. And that's the way it is. And, and, uh, and my with combat sports today, at least on the UFC side, is they've gone away from, you know, because they're trying to professionalize it so much. They're trying to make it, you know, like, yo, it's UFC. Uh, and I get that, and I, and I, and don't get me wrong, there's there's tons of great fighters out there, lots of great fights in and out at each month, but it's so blah, so vanilla now. And now you got some stuff like this trailer coming up. Uh, obviously, in the pro in the professional wrestling world, you know, you had the WWE for so long, right? They bought up all their competition. Now you have AEW, which Jay fucking loves AEW. Who doesn't? You got fucking semi-fat Chris Jericho out there <laughs> with a spiked leather jacket on. He made, his own, he, he made his own damn uh, theme song. He walks out to his own song, man. How much cooler is that? You got, what, 56-year-old Sting coming Sting. out with fucking snowflakes and shit. That's epic stuff, man. So yes. now you now you have another arena for, for people to go and watch and for athletes to go in, and compete in. And Triller is just another way to do that. And, it's all about options. And they pay top fucking dollar. And again, prize fighting is all about the prize. Just when you
0: watch the Stone Cold Jericho Broken Ranch Sessions interview, Jericho says, we're not trying to be like the WWE. We're trying to do something different. Alternative programming. We want to be something different. Otherwise, otherwise people are going to say, hey, I'm just watching the same thing. That's what Triller's trying to do again. Didn't work for me, didn't work for some of the box and purist guys that I was watching with, didn't work for the people who didn't know who the fuck Doja Cat was. And I had to explain to them that Doja Cat is a person you hear singing when you walk through Target. I want to talk about Whitaker versus Gastelum. Uh, I watched the majority of this fight. Um, Whitaker was incredible with the left jab, um, high kick, left jab, body kick um, with the right, um, right kick. Um, he just figured out Gastelum's timing and he just fucking went to town. He was teeing off. I don't think Gastelum won any rounds. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head if he did, but it just, it seemed to me pretty one-sided, um, almost boring at one point because Gasol just could never find him and Whitaker was doing whatever he wanted. Uh, did you watch this fight? Give me some thoughts. I did
1: watch the fight. Um, I, I thought Robert Whittaker, for, for everything that matters, he looked, he looked phenomenal. Um, he, he, he controlled the center of the octagon. He controlled the, uh, the cage. Um, he was able to, uh, like you said, find Gaslam's rhythm. And uh, just he connected with pretty much everything he wanted. Uh, I thought it was a very impressive win. I thought it was a very dominating win, something Whittaker needs. And let's face it, man, Robert Whitaker is probably one of the most likable fucking guys maybe on the face of this planet. Like he his post interviews, he's like laughing whether he wins or loses. He's cracking jokes. Everybody loves the Australian accent. It's awesome. Um, I will say one thing. I I, in this is just me bringing down the show because I know there's a lot of there's a lot of Bobby Knuckle fans out there. I get it. Robert Whitaker to me. Has the feeling of gatekeeper written all over? Oh, do no no no! How dare you? And and my 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 theory is yes, he was a champion in a time when the middleweight division wasn't so stacked. And then Izzy came along and mm. came along, and now you're starting to see a little bit more athleticism on that. In, in and in let's face it, Gastelum is a he's a phenomenal fighter. He is. But trending a, down. He's he's not. He's a trending down, not a champion style fighter. And Robert Whitaker made him look bad, but a good fighter should do that to a fighter that's of lesser caliber. But for anybody who thinks that Bobby Knuckles is going to go out there and just fucking rearrange Izzy's face in, in, in a possible rematch, is is absolutely out of your mind.
0: It, can I can I give you my take on this? Or, where I it. think you're wrong. No, please. This, here's please where do. I think you're wrong. Here's where I think. Let you're me wrong. hear. it. There's just so many good guys now at that weight class between Till and Izzy and Colby and uh, who's the poor Burns. There's just so many good guys at that division right now. It's probably the richest the division's been, and it's probably the richest division in regards to the best talent stacked. You know, one through four, one through five, one Super through six. And with that said, you're going to have a, this guy can beat this guy. This guy crosses out this guy. If these guys fought five times, maybe one guy wins three guys three times. There's really only one guy right now who's the crown jewel of that division, the status, if you will, and it's Izzy. And Everyone else is kind of just trying to get a rematch with him. Um, I would love to see Whitaker fight Burns. I would love to see Whitaker fight Colby. I would Love to see those fights. I would love to see. Um, am I is that, is that the right division or am I in the wrong division? I'm trying to think right now. I might be in the wrong. Right. Am I right? Right, right division. All right, cool. So that those are the fights I want to see. Those are the fights that I think that need to be made. And uh, I, I, so where I think that you're, you're right in regards to will Bobby Knuckles ever be champion again? Hell, I don't know, man. But it's just because the division is so deep and will he get a chance? Or is it just gonna be this round robin of these guys kind of all beating each other up and kind of all playing catch-up with each other, right? And I'm looking at it right now. Um they got Whitaker two, Costa three, uh, Romero four, uh, Jared Canonier five, Derek Brunson six, Till seven, uh Videori eight. Uh God, I was wrong. Walter, um, they have Kumar. I was wrong. So I was wrong about that. Uh, Usman's uh, 170. So I kind of blew it on that one. My bad, guys. My bad all <laughs> listeners just edit all that out, Jess. And just put in all these names instead, the ones I just reeled off. I think, again, you're going to have a styles make fights type thing. And I, I, I think when it comes to Whitaker, is, is he going to beat Costa? Probably. That's a good fight. Is he going to beat uh, uh, Kene- um, Jared Kennanier? I don't know. He, he lost to him already a, a year ago. There's a lot of interesting fights to make there. Um Till lost to him as well. That might be the fight. That might be the like fight you gotta fight. make right now. That's a,
1: that's a good fight. I I, 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 mean, think, fight. I think you either make the Till Whitaker fight or maybe the Colby Colby Whitaker. What I blew it, it because
0: I, it? I blew it. I blew it because I really wanted to I really wanted to focus on um, talking about Colby when uh, and that division when we talked about uh the pay-per-view this weekend. So I blew it, my bad, all listeners. Okay. But my point is still valid. 185 no, I... is, is, is kind of deep. And, and But I still think right now, who else is fighting Israel? Is it Costa again? No, it's definitely not Romero. Is it Cannoneer? No, he just took an L. Is it Brunson? I don't think so. I'm sure he'd call it Al, but no. Is it uh, this uh, Vettiori guy? No, I don't really have a ton of interest in seeing him fight uh, Israel mm-hmm. yet. Not yet. But-
1: but you need to have some interest in that kid. He's very aggressive. No, I do. And, and I, 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 I do. Not, no disrespect I, of course. I, I, I just some, don't know if I'm I ready to see him fight time, I think at some point in time this year he fights Izzy for the for the for the belt. Oh, that'd be interesting.
0: Let's see him fight I wanna see him fight. let's see him fight tail. Let's see him fight, fucking Costa. Costa needs a fighter eventually. Let's let's have those two big boys, those two big hosses. Uh, all right, <laughs> Should, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about here at uh, at the UFC fight night here? Do you want to talk a little bit about Orlowski? I think he looked okay. I didn't think he looked great. Yeah, uh,
1: uh, typical. Uh, right. uh, uh, again, you got your dad uh, joking. The,
0: the only thing is that that's,
1: that's it, man. <laughs> yeah. His, hey, his you dad, got on base ba- early with it. There's no reason to try
0: and get on base twice.
1: His dad, his dad, his dad ball's on point. Let's move on.
0: Hey, the sh- And I think, sh- I think the shaving of the chest here too, like when you shave it, like, a, you know, like a, <laughs> it's like, it's waving North South. It's pretty dope. Um, Hey, there's a pay-per-view this weekend. I'm going to be out of town. I will be camping with my family. Shout out my family. I'll be doing fun stuff with them, but I would love to talk to you about some of these fights, Jess. Um, I'm jumping to the pay-per-view right now. As we speak, uh, I will be honest with you. I have slim to no interest in that main event. Reasoning being, I just don't think the, the fight changes at all. I don't think it's a different outcome. Uh, I think um, Usman beats Masvidal in five rounds, five out of five rounds. He's just going to grapple fuck him. He's not going to finish him because it's difficult to finish Masvidal, um, but he's just going to wear him out, and he's not going to be able to. to he's just going to be a five-round fight. It's going to probably be a little boring. Um, but let me throw – let me uh, before I get your pick there, let me throw some random fights at you here. Um Shabenko versus Andrade, kind of interesting. Uh, they do have Shivanko, of course, an enormous uh, favorite. She's basically a four to one. Does Andrade got a
1: chance here? Who you got? She's got a puncher's chance. She, she's got she's got mm. fucking she's got she's got the dynamite. old puncher's chance. <laughs> that basically means that I think Shevchenko is going to win because it's just that, That's, that's okay. what people say, right? Isn't no, that's what people okay. say? They say, oh, they got a puncher's chance. It's a really, fight.
0: Anything can, anything can happen. That's my so, line. is still my line. She'll win that fight. I, I agree, by the way. I think uh, I think she wins, and I don't think she wins by knockout. I think that's going to be a five-round fight. Uh, Rose, our girl, Thug Rose. Uh, for some reason, I went through my followers um, to try and unfollow everyone that's unfollowed me the last two or three years. Rose still follows me, so shout-out, Rose, for still following me. Probably would never answer. I don't think I've gotten a DM from her in, like, five or six years, but uh, shout-out for the still follow. Yeah, I don't even think she fucking uses social media, right? So does it even matter anymore? um she's fighting Zang Zang uh of course we i believe is a killer zhang yeah. is a very slight two to one favorite uh who you got this 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 could be this could be a big banger here barn burner who
1: you got uh i think willlay wins this fight i think she uh i think honestly i think she finishes uh rose I do.
0: Ooh. Rose there, has been it, finished. Rose has been finished too. It, is this? It, is this
1: she's, she's another difficult fighter to finish. I mean, let's mm-hmm. just be real. You know, she, she's she's got to basically slam her on her fucking head. <laughs> well, and it might happen. Willie, uh, really, <laughs> she she she's dynamite in almost every facet of the game. Uh, she's definitely a game changer in in that division, and uh, she's going to be one of those dominant champions for a long time.
0: I think that. Um... Zane does this incredible thing where she capitalizes on your mistakes, and Rose tends to make mistakes in fights because she takes risk. Um, And that's going to cost her in this fight. I think she gets caught. I don't know when. I would say probably not in the first round. She's not getting uh, pieced like our boy Ben Askren. I'd say maybe the third round. Um, Main event test. I've already gave you my pick here. And I mean, no big surprise. Again, I think Usman wins relatively easily. Uh, I say it's a 50 45. Uh, Who you
1: got? I got. It. I I'm gonna just go ahead and agree with you. Uh, M- Masvidal is uh, he he can be dynamic, but the best way to take uh, a dynamic fighter down a notch or two is by just basically grapple fucking him to death. And Usman's wrestling is fucking phenomenal. And let's not forget that he's picked up some uh, striking skills along the way, so he's not gonna be afraid to exchange. But I don't but, think but, but but look for him to. Dominate the ground game and take a take a unanimous decision. Uh,
0: by the way, um, going back to the fumble I made earlier, Usman again. Uh, this is again a stacked division as well, where you've got Covington, oh, yeah. where you've got Leon Edwards, where you got Burns, where you got Wonder Boy. Uh, I mean, that's that's relatively stacked. I I again, I hope Usman after this fight. Gives Colby a rematch. I think Colby's due, and I I I think that was one of the best fights in the last few years. Their initial fight. Um, so I'd love to see him fucking banging out again. I I still think that Usman ends up winning that fight, but uh, I think Colby did give him some fits, and uh, if he didn't get his fucking jaw broken, who knows what happens. I love the whole I love the whole wrestling angle. I love I love Colby going, hey, uh, you guys fucking said out loud that my jaw was broken, and you ran to his corner and told him that it was my jaw was broken, so he just punched me in the jaw a hundred more times.
1: I love that angle that's a good angle here's another one is Usman the new George St. Pierre Mm, that's a good question
0: no no because and I'd have to see Usman reel off another 4 or 5 consecutive fights before I said that because uh, Usman got Usman got touched a little bit um, in that uh, what was that in that Burns fight I think he got rocked in that fight uh, he got touched up a little bit in that Colby fight. So, uh, George St. Pierre wasn't getting touched up when he was... Down. And, you know, in his 10 or 12 run there, he was just fucking just dominating guys. And dominating the best guys. You know, whether it was Conde whether it was Diaz, I mean, he was just, he was just fucking steamrolling those guys. It was uh, Thiago Alves. He Thiago was, Alves. He was dominating those guys. So, maybe... I, I need to see... Usman reel off three or four of these with the strap on, and I want to see some impressive ones. Because remember, there was a point too. I know GSP was was uh, he was getting a lot of five round decisions there. You know that was kind of the knock on in there towards the end. It was there were a lot of decisions, but uh, there were some fucking great fights in there too, and there were some strong finishes as well. So um, not yet, not yet. Um, Jess, I think we are going to wrap a bow on our combat sports. We are going to talk a little bit of NFL. I got about 10 10 minutes, 15 minutes tops here. It'll be quick. A little bit of NFL. And, you know, it's funny. I was listening to last week's show, and uh, I was kind of shitting on Kyle Pitts, right? Yeah. And uh, talking to a very good friend of mine who is a lifelong Cowboys fan, and he was like, yeah, man, but if that Kyle Pitts falls to us, we better fucking take him. So maybe I'm missing the buzz here but I want to play a little over under with you out here. And I want to start with Kyle Pitts. Uh, let's go seven. Do you think Kyle Pitts last to pick number seven?
1: Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it, and obviously like the over under is kind of weird when you're doing draft pick stuff. But the reason being is that uh, if you look at the top seven teams drafting, sure. They could all use him and they, they probably would like to have him, but they have, Do other they need him? They don't need him. And so I think this year, because of the pandemic year and how all these one year contracts are flying out, you know, through the roof right now, teams are going to be looking for need compared to other years where they could just basically take the best guy, you know, when it, when it comes to their turn to draft.
0: So I've got in front of me and if we we're going to go over under seven, that Lions at seven. I mean, I have no idea what the fuck they're doing, but they have a quarterback. Uh, I know some of the mock stuff I've seen, they, they're taking a receiver there, but only because Pitts isn't there. Um, I don't think he makes it to seven. I think either Miami snags him up or... or or uh, or the Lions snag them up. But I agree with you. I think the first four or five or six picks are already kind of solidified, right? We're all in agreement here, right? Quarterbacks are being taken with the first three picks. Atlanta's either trading out of that pick or, or, or possibly taking picks there. Possibly. Does I Atlanta, mean, I, does Atlanta I, 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 uh, pull their Atlanta, balls out and do that? Or what do you think? Let me hear what you think Atlanta does.
1: I think Atlanta trades down. I think they trade out of the pick. Uh, they, have, they have a lot of needs. And... You can, go, early, you can go for, you can go for the one guy and hope that he pans out but if your other needs outweigh the one guy i think that you have to you know you have to trade out and if they trade that pick they're going to get you know multiple picks uh, a couple probably from this year then maybe another one from next year so trading out is the best way for them to go in my opinion
0: i'm interested in seeing and i'm trying to bring up some uh, some of the prospects here to see what we got going on here um I think the soul kid is a lock. To, uh, um, I also think the soul kid is a lock um, at five, right? The, he's an Oregon kid, right? Is, is yeah. that a lock at five, I feel like? No, not at all. You don't think it's a lock? Uh,
1: no. a matter of fact, I wow. think the Bengals. Here we go. The, yeah, Bengals. Bengals at five. Oh, to- here we go. You're going to get sexy on me. Let's get wild. I think the Bengals are going to be here and take oh Jamar Chase, the wide Ah. Few, pair him up with his boy, Joe Burroughs, and then trying to patchwork that
0: offensive line through uh free agency. God, uh, you see that guy stretch it out because that line was so bad. And it feels like they've just got a history of bad uh, offensive line picks. Who's the, who's and, the last, uh, who's the last great offensive line? Anthony Munoz. An- Anthony
1: Munoz. The Thank only you. Mexican. That's wait, it. Wait. Yeah. The fucking only Mexican. Ever. That's it. That's the guy.
0: The hall of fame Mexican. Mi gente, if you will.
1: But here you um, go though. Here, here's the thing. Uh, there are a lot of teams that make great choices come draft day. but then there's teams that make really weird and bad or just, you know, uneducated choices. The, the Bengals, I feel like they're going to be like, well, yeah, Joe Burroughs got carted off last year, but let's give him an extra weapon and one that he's already played yeah. with and used to. I think
0: that's gonna outweigh this pick. That um, that thought process also makes sense, so I'm okay with that, and I can see the, you know the the logic there. I just it, again, I just I just keep thinking the guy was fucking wheeled off with a blown ACL. He still only got you know two three years left on that rookie contract. You Really got to be careful, man. Uh, all agree. right, that that that's a good call. Let me ask you this then: Do you think the Niners are a lock at um, with Mac Jones at three? No, I think, the,
1: I think the Niners are a lock with Trey Lance. Oh, wow. You're getting weird now on me. Yeah, here we go, baby. We're getting, are you serious? Yeah, I like Trey Lance in San Francisco. He fits the West Coast system. Can uh, I tell you I,
0: every single thing that I've read is Mac Jones? Yeah. I mean, everything.
1: I'll, I'll tell you. I, I don't know where Mac Jones is going to go. I, I think that he will be in that top 10 area, but I do not think that he is going to go to San Francisco. And, yes, I've heard it too, but here's why.
0: Does he have Mac, a weird smell on
1: him? Mac Jones is fucking Jimmy Garoppolo, Ooh. but younger. Like that's it. Like oh. they have no mobility. No, yeah, they've already no, got that there. They already have the pocket passer guy, your check down guy. They have that in Jimmy G. Plus, they paid Jimmy G a shit ton of money. Why are you going to go and draft a guy who's basically the same guy?
0: This is interesting. Um. So, I. I I want to do this now because now you've now you kind of thrown me for a loop. We're in agreement that someone's probably going to trade up for a quarterback here. If I throw Trey Lance at you, where do you think Trey Lance goes? If I throw 15, over under 15
1: for Trey Lance. I think, I think, you know, obviously I think that he's going to go to San Francisco. So I think he, uh, I would take the under. Jesus, that's nuts.
0: Justin Fields, who you and I just absolutely urinated and shit all over <laughs> when we had our Frank Chris W. Powers on. And again, any listener here, it's because we just don't like Ohio State quarterbacks. They just have a history of just not being good and not transitioning to solid NFL players. So why are you going to take one with a fucking top five overall pick? But uh, not not our opinion over under 10. Right? You think Justin Fields gets swooped up in that top 10?
1: Yeah, he gets he could in the top ten also. Nice. I also I also don't like the the whole Ohio State quarterback thing. I've not seen one pan out. Uh, and on top of that, there was a medical thing that came out about uh, that he suffers from seizures.
0: Yeah, I don't like that. I just got to and- be honest. I don't mean, I'm sorry if you're if you have seizures and you listen to this if you're epileptic. No disrespect. I just don't like the idea of the guy that's going to be behind a snap and as. You know, has the opportunity to get hit in the head every single game, 8, 10, 12, 15 times. I don't like the idea of, uh, you know, he has seizures. I just don't like that. That, that would scare It scares the absolute piss out of me, right? I mean, we, have you ever seen a game where somebody had a seizure? It's scary as fuck. And uh, I hate for it to be my franchise quarterback. I mean, again, I. I understand. Hey, he's, he's on this medication. I believe Alan Fanica was a player that they mentioned that took this medication. He ended up making, you know, playing twelve or fifteen years, making it to the Hall of Fame. That's great. There's the one. What about the other ones that they that we don't know about? Right? What about the ones that they don't talk about? Uh, I just think it I just think it smells funny. I'm all off,
1: all the way off on that one, Jess. Yeah, he'll see. again. He's still going to be a top ten guy. But, man, I would be super cautious. But it's, Again, it's I, been, I'm, not, I'm not a fucking GM of the Jets or, you know, I'm not a you're GM not of see, the Jets. You, you're,
0: you're, you're not talking to the doctors, right? We're not in the locker rooms exactly. with these guys. We're not in the in the offices with these guys when they're talking to the doctors. We're not talking to his doctors, to the medical professionals. You know, I'm sure you've got to have at least one pessimistic fucking doctor walk in there and be the same as me and be like, Nah, man, you know what? He's having seizures, and I just don't feel safe with that guy getting fucking hit in the head full time. Um, I mean, is, is that kind of fucking common sense? My, my, Jesus Christ. I know people that are epileptic, and they've fallen down and hit their fucking heads on a table, and they just snap into a seizure like it's happened. You know what I'm saying? They hit their fucking head on the table. This isn't J.J. Watt coming full speed, knocking upside their head on a blind side. Yeah. That's something totally different, man. You got to take that into account. I'm sorry. You got to. Um, Jess, can I can I throw uh one more sexy name at you and, and see You're what right. you think of
1: this one? Do it, right.
0: Devonte Smith or Devonta Smith? I'm sorry, Devonte, Devonta, tomato, tomato, Uh Over under ten, because I'm seeing some high ones on this fucking kid.
1: Oh man, see, uh, I have a personal knock on Devonte Smith.
0: There we go. It's because
1: it's because he weighed in at 166 fucking pounds. That is small. Uh, how much? Think, how much
0: is? How much is that fucking Tyree weigh? One eighty-five, soaking wet.
1: Yeah, probably one eighty-five.
0: I and mean, it's a nineteen pounds. I. Hey, one,
1: we get. One, hey, let's one, get, one, get one, some protein. One fifty-six is so small, and I'm not saying. I mean, obviously, a great athlete, tremendous speed. And and no doubt an NFL fucking professional training staff is gonna be able to you know help him add some weight. It's gonna it fucker but, up in a heartbeat. But is the bulking gonna add or or take away ah. from that breakaway speed? Who knows? Will he go in the top five? I think he goes top five.
0: Wow, top five. You're just getting fucking wild on me. I love it. So if he goes top five, is he is he probably going to Atlanta? Or I mean you already said he can't go to We've already got to, we already got four of the top five picks, Just Say top six, maybe.
1: Give me give me the top six teams. That's where he goes. Um
0: so he's not going, he's definitely not he's not through, going one, two, three. He's not, not going one, to San Francisco. No. Atlanta at four?
1: There's a the possibility of Atlanta. You Bengals at five. Bengals, no, at five? Bengals no at five
0: after you you just put Jamar Chase there. Bang,
1: Bengals take Jamar Chase at five. Uh, so so here's the
0: here's the tricky one,
1: Dolphins tricky. at six. Yeah, i've I've heard I've heard him connected to Miami at six. I've also heard him connected to Atlanta at four.
0: If you're Miami, and I'm assuming you're buying in on tour, right?
1: Supposedly they are.
0: And let's just say, now we're having fun. That Sewell falls to you, because. Somehow somebody trades up and they get another quarterback here. So let's just say four out of the first five picks are quarterbacks. Um, And then someone takes, and then somebody takes, I don't know, they fall in love with with, uh, the guy that you just said, Devonta Smith, right? So Miami's sitting at six. They got a chance at Sewell and they got a chance at Chase. If you're Miami's coach, which one are you taking?
1: Taking Penny Sewell all day.
0: You got it, right?
1: You're you're talking about so in the history of offensive linemen, there's been some really, really good offensive linemen. Obviously, the Hall of Fame is littered with these guys. But there's also just a handful of that is elite. Like that lineman that a defensive guy's like, fuck, do I really have to go against this guy for the next fucking hour and a half? Like, I don't want to do that. And I firmly believe that Penny Sewell is that guy. He's going to be a future all pro. Left tackle, and he is going to dominate his position for the next ten years.
0: You watching him at Oregon? Do you think he? I've heard he takes plays off. What do you think of that? No,
1: not at all. I've, I can't never, right. They I've, run a
0: fucking They run a play every five seconds.
1: I've never seen him take a play off, but yet I've seen him toss. Grown ass hosses to the ground. No, oh, you're putting over it. and over and over. So big hosses. And, and, and yes, yes, yes. I, you can say, well, you're a homer because you're from You can watch the games. You've seen him play. Uh, and then you can sit there and say, well, he also took that pandemic year off. So what's that going to do? Well, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, there's a, there's a difference between you know your average offensive lineman who needs those snaps, and then a guy who's just as simply as talented as Penny School is. And he didn't need that year to solidify his spot in the draft. He didn't need his hit that year to solidify the fact that even though he didn't play, he, if he did, he still would have been the best offensive lineman in college football that year. Also, the, he's going to go to Miami. I hate to say it because I'd really like to be like, Oh man, maybe he falls to number 30 and Buffalo picks him up. <laughs> but That shit ain't mm. happening. He's going to the fucking dolphins. He's going to be protecting Tua or whoever the fuck their quarterback is going to be for the next 10 to 12 years.
0: One more and one more. This is, this is truly the last one. Uh, damn it. I just forgot it. Um, hey, you, uh, right now, if you had a choice between JC Horn and certain, you're taking certain, right? If you're a cat, cow- let's say, let's say you're the Cowboys at 10.
1: Uh, the Cowboys have always kind of had, at least from what I've seen, I mean, you obviously know them better, but they seem to enjoy their larger, more physical players. And that, if that's the case, I would take JC Horn. I really, I really love this kid. He plays with a lot of aggression. Sertain is more of that fluid, natural progression. uh, Like his dad. He's like his dad. He's not, he's not, he's not a physical guy, not a physical guy, not going to necessarily be tackling a lot. He's a tackle guy or he's a speed guy. He's gonna cut the front, he's gonna uh, bat down a lot of passes, he's gonna get some mm-hmm. picks. Horn is gonna be that guy that that tries to batter dudes off the line. Yeah, uh, that's
0: good. That's and, I
1: and I think that if you're Dallas, if it comes between those two, I would take Horn. But but either one is gonna be a potential one, you know, you know, he's gonna be that potential starting, you know, corner for the next like however, however long. Both those guys are that talented.
0: So we have uh, basically your top five and my top five. We kind of just did them together. I think we have to retable this. It's kind of a loose, loose leaf style um, for when we do our actual draft stuff. And we should try and get a football guy on here. If not, we'll be fine. But uh, we should try and get a football guy. Me and you will work on that. Definitely I got, I got, I got a guy. You
1: got a guy. We're gonna work on it. Other than that, I think we're good, man. That's All it. Right. That's uh, it. No,
0: that's it. It's fucking well, late. This is the latest. This is the latest we've done the show in a very long true. time. And Luckily, I didn't. I think
1: we can get back to a little bit earlier of a schedule. So this
0: cool. show was a bang free show, ladies and gentlemen. So if my energy does not sound the same. If I do not sound as wired, this is why I did a bang free show. When I drink a bang and do a show this late, I am up playing fucking video games until eleven thirty at night, and then I gotta get up at four forty-five to go to the gym. So it's just not happening. So. Bang, free show tonight. I think I sounded good. A little medicated, not too heavy, medicated. And then uh next week, early show, I'm going to fucking down and bang. We might have a guest. We may not. We're chasing some people. We'll see what happens, Jess.
1: We're I chasing tail. Show. We're chasing tail like Team Horns Up does. That's, That's what, we, what do. we do. That's what we do. It's only one tail. way. Folks, uh we hope you enjoy the show. Uh Thanks for listening. Thanks for continuing to listen. For all the people who have kind of been with us all this whole entire time, thanks for all the new listeners Uh, follow jay on twitter at valdez fell backwards 559 you can follow me at twitter at jtt81 and then of course please follow the podcast show on twitter at team toss 21 folks that's it for me that's it for jay we'll see you guys next week enjoy the rest of your time good night now